Welcome. On that note, I wish we still had video, but I we know. do not. Mm-hmm. I am Carly. I'm Maddie. Welcome to Eat the Damn Cake podcast. This is a special Thanksgiving edition week podcast, and we are so excited to have the head of Big Night Fitness on with us today, Mr. Connor Murphy. Woo! Woo! Hi. Did I <laughs> pronounce that correctly? Is that how you say your name? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's a pretty hard one to not. I know. Well, it's Connor with one N, not two. That's correct. Everybody. The right way. The r- Connor yeah. with one N. Um, Connor. So if you don't know Connor, he runs Big Night Fitness. So go attack him if you want to teach a class at a... Or <laughs> don't. Kidding. I'm just kidding. He's technically our boss. Yeah, he is Actually, our boss. not technically. He's he is our, our boss. boss. <laughs> um, but we are so excited to have him on today because Connor is a long, long-term fitness guru. Pretty much. In the CrossFit world. He's just done all the cool shit. So we're basically telling everyone that you're old. So I am old. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not old. How old are you? 32. Damn. Honestly. You're only five years older than me. So. Yeah, but that means... When I was 16, you were 11. And Yikes. that's a big difference. Yikes. Whenever we, Why do you have to put it like that? How old was know? I? When I was when I was 11, I had a crush on a 16-year-old, and he didn't even look in my direction, and it makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> well, because it's creepy. <laughs> weird. It would be really, really But creepy. now... No, I'm just kidding. Now well, I have no, a boyfriend. Connor's yeah. <laughs> like, I'm never letting go of the past. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's like, help. He's like, get me off this. He's like, um, oh God, what am I doing here? So we brought you on today because we wanted to dive a little bit more into Big Night Fitness. We wanted to get your hopes and dreams and aspirations and just kind of see where you want to bring this fitness world because you're spearheading the newest fitness company in Boston right now. Yeah. I like the way that sounds. Isn't that I cool? Yeah, I didn't really think of it like that. Yeah, I think, because you're humble and you don't yeah. think of things like it's a big deal. I think it's things that have been happening. It's just now being able to highlight them. Yeah. I didn't invent anything that's happening. Right. I didn't say, hey, hey, you should use this training methodology. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, hey, if you actually ride a stationary bike to music, it'll be more enjoyable. Right? It's, it's just, it I will a, be. I am <laughs> fortunate enough to have a platform to highlight not only classes, but instructors for the work that they do. Which is so cool because I feel like there aren't many places like what you've created and what you're currently creating because there's always been studios for specific classes and formats. And you're able to combine all of these different amazing instructors and highlight them in a way that no one else has ever been able to do. It's honestly just being able to give back from being an instructor who was paid per class, from mm-hmm. being someone who spent you know, their rent money on a seminar to be able to teach this and have that kind of passion. So to be able to give that and, or to give back and highlight people for what they're doing, especially in the you know, midst of the pandemic and everything totally. that people have been going through for, you know, most people's main source of income in the fitness industry has had to move to a virtual training. And yeah. I get it. And I understand it, but that doesn't mean that that in-person stuff needs to go away. No. And I think to be able to bring it back and highlight it on such a unique level um, to make it an experience rather than just a class mm-hmm. uh, has been a huge success. And totally. And I think success in this company is based off of one attendance, right? Efficacy. If, if no one wanted to do any of these events, then it would be like, hey, maybe this isn't a great <laughs> maybe idea. Maybe not. <laughs> but also it's about feedback. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I constantly send emails and I think people are afraid to give hard feedback because they don't want to hurt people's feelings, but not understanding that you have to be able to listen to that stuff in order to make big changes. Absolutely. So some of the feedback that I've gotten is the reason why this company has gone where it's gone. Mm-hmm. And as, as you guys know, we've, we're moving towards more bigger events and experiences and Red Lantern, December 17th. Oh, that's going to be an absolute <laughs> it's gonna be, riot. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know how much actual fitness is going to I know. So everyone, all my friends are like, I'm going to come, but I'm not doing the class. I don't want to sweat. I want to look cute. And I'm like, well, we're, making we're, it more of, we're making it more of like a built on the beat of the music type class so that people will want to like dance and have fun with it. So. Get jiggy. Yeah, but I mean, think about this, and this is way off topic, but... When you're like in a club, like you get into a full sweat. Oh, hundred percent. That's what I said. Don't wear workout gear. Wear what you would wear to a club. Wear what you'd wear to a club. (laughs) Heels. The depth on your squat is going to be incredible. The most upright squats you've ever seen. That's why people can get so low in the club. That's that was that was why T Pain said that. It was actually a fitness song. That's we literally. Need, we need depth below parallel on these squats. How can we make this happen? Heels. Heels. Low, low, low. low. Mm, 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 mm. Love it. Okay, so. Wait, no, I have more questions. Oh, well, okay. What is your biggest goal for Big Night Fitness? If you haven't achieved it yet already, but like, what is your, where do you see this going? Where do you what want it to go? What if we do like a one year and a five year? Ooh. I like that. My goal you can manifest to, it right now. I, we're working on building out our virtual and on-demand studio. Amazing. My goal is to do it better than Peloton does it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And, Take your and, tops off. And not, not in the way of being like, hey, I'm not a fan of what they're doing. No. I love it. But I think that with a partnership with my business partners and Big Night Entertainment Group, we have the unique ability to have contact with people who can um, have a bigger reach, have a, have a much bigger reach to where, you know, with its, if, if it's artist or it's a celebrity or it's a, a professional athlete, mm-hmm. but what we've done and how this kind of whole thing started with me is I've trained in kind of specifically in the EDM world, but mm-hmm. different artists that care about health, care about fitness, care about those things. And they're huge and major influences so when people would come into town for Big Night Entertainment Group, because I knew Randy well, he would essentially send a one-pager to, um, to people's tour managers to say, hey, if you'd like to, there's a private gym with a private trainer who can train and take you through this. Yeah. So then they would come through, and, and I think a lot of people go to shows, and they're like, oh, we're here to party. These guys are partying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for a lot of DJs, it's work. Yeah, And as we know, I, mean, we, I could talk until I'm blue in the face. I mean, I'm pretty sure all your followers are like, we understand the health benefits of working out yeah. and oh, why it's essential, especially in a role um, th- that an artist has to play. But working with them and bringing them through, it's like, well, we're training and we're doing incredible work. And a lot of times people will you know, see these people, see these artists and and do what they say. Hey, it's like, hey, it's buy this product. And they're like, well, you know, Dylan Francis does this, so I'm going to do it. Absolutely. And because they are incredible influencers, it's like, well, why aren't we pushing out the stuff they're actually doing? So mm-hmm. if we have this, now we have this studio to where it's essentially, you know, like a private training gym, but we can now record and put out there the workouts that these people are doing. Maybe that can inspire someone who 
typically wouldn't if it's just my stupid dumb face out there <laughs> telling him to do push-ups. Your radio like, face. I'm not going to do that. But now when you see Steve Aoki do this workout, it's like, wow, that's if that's what they're doing in there at this level, it's like they have that influence on people. Yeah. So if I can just, maybe that wasn't the right word to say, I want to be better than Peloton. Uh, um, no, I want to that's take, fine. I want to take what they're Peloton doing down. and put a, <laughs> and put a, put a different spin on it. Yeah. I think also though, with goals, a lot of companies, like look at all of the virtual fitness companies that kind of blossomed during this pandemic. They yeah. obviously look at other ones and be like, I want to, be better than them. And I wanted to be doing what they are doing at a higher level. Like that's how you kind of create those. And that's like, how you get motivated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To watch other successless people, successless. So was that your one year goal? Um, I would say just, just getting it up and running. Okay. okay. And, but to, to touch on that as well, I am inspired by what they've done in the virtual world and how they've inspired people. Oh yeah. My oh, goal, for sure. I guess my goal isn't to say, Hey, I want to, I want to be better than what they're doing. But I think we can have a different angle on it mm -hmm. in order to get more people working out, in order to get more people inspired Absolutely. and to continue to bridge the gap between entertainment and fitness. Trust me, I I 100% believe in that. Whenever someone tells me they do Peloton, I cringe because I'm a spin instructor in mm -hmm. real life and not at home. And Bespoke did end up launching their... Um, spin platform during the pandemic. So people can now take my class at home. And so many people take it on their Peloton, which just makes me happy because I'm like, you know what, you have access to like some of these world renowned instructors and you're taking mine on your little Peloton screen. So, you know what? It's personal though. Yeah, it is. The people yeah. that take your classes care more about you than they care about you know, like a famous instructor. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I found that out from working with Reebok. Because in case you guys didn't know, I used to, I went from coach to gym manager to uh, the head of the gym at Reebok or their right. health and wellness. And when our goal was to reach more people who did CrossFit, we found it's not really the famous CrossFitters that people are like, and th there are the CrossFit crazies. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like that five or 10% to where if Matt Frazier or Rich Froning does something, mm -hmm. they're going to do it. Yeah. And it's incredible. And I love that they have that influence as well. Yeah. Because they're doing the right thing for the right reasons for the right people. But 90% of people don't give a shit. 100%. I could be like, hey, you know, this... Rich Froning ran, won the CrossFit games five years in a row. Someone who's been going to a CrossFit affiliate for a year could be like, what's the CrossFit games? Yeah. Because what they care about is how it's affecting their lives. And the, the coolest person to them is their head coach, yeah. is their instructor. Someone you they know people, personally and relatable. People, yeah. You want people to wear Reebok or Noble or Nike, or you want someone to be influenced Get the person who's the head coach of their gym to start doing it naturally and organically, mm -hmm. not in like a contrived way. Like I eat three every day to help keep me strong. Yeah. <laughs> Wheaties, and, eat your Wheaties. <laughs> and people love that because that's their hero. Yeah. And, and I think we can kind of tie this back into Big Night Fitness to where like people have come to Big Night Fitness because of this specific instructor, because the people who like your classes, they come to the grant. Because people who like booty by brave bands, because people who like you know the kick it by Eliza, the mm -hmm. elevate by K, the the all of these people, they they go because they love those instructors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My goal is to expand that. Yeah. To where now we're getting to a point to where someone's like, hey, if they're running a class for Big Night Fitness, they're legit. Mm -hmm. 
And, and, and I want to have that process to be able to give everyone the opportunity to highlight what they do. I don't care the discipline. I do CrossFit and I will always because I've, I've found the results from it. That's what I study. That's what I train. That's mm-hmm. seminars that we, you know, that we do. Yeah. But if, if it was like, Hey, you have to do CrossFit or nothing else. That would be a, a terrible thing for the fitness industry because some people aren't going to do it. Yeah, and if they want to, if they want to dance, and they're breaking a sweat doing that. Fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Good. I do not care. Yeah. It's movement. And I have been that, that I was going to say prick, but I guess I already, <laughs> I already did. That's okay. So. You can. <laughs> it's live now. But I have been that person to where it's like, no, you need to do this and that. And it's like, who am I to tell someone else what they need to do with their yeah. life? If people want to know what I do and they want the information that I'm able to give them, fantastic. But I have wasted so much time trying to convince someone to do something that they just don't want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's fitness. That's fitness in general. People like it's so funny because don't you find that like people who hate CrossFit will specifically tell you they hate CrossFit? Like people who do it. Yeah. People like are like, oh, you're a spin instructor. I hate spin. And I'm like, cool. I'm not going to force you to come to my class. I've yeah. never done a CrossFit class, to be fair. I am willing to try it, but very modified because these little ribbies can't handle more than anything. So <laughs> I like it. I've I've done it a few times, and I do a lot of, like, Metcon-style workouts. Did you do the one in Somerville? Uh, that wasn't actually a CrossFit affiliate. So, like, okay. I've been to a lot of gyms that have mm-hmm. – pro- they're probably doing CrossFit, but they don't pay for the name. Yeah, and that's – I mean, you'll find that with anything. Yeah. And here's another here's another secret – let us in on it. Tell us. CrossFit, by definition, is constantly varied functional movement executed at high intensity. Mm-hmm. The enemy when CrossFit first started were people that said, this is not an effective way to train. You can't do weights and cardio at the same time. That's not the right way to do it. In 2001, when the very first CrossFit workout was put on CrossFit.com, the workout was called Fast and Heavy. It is reps of 21, 18, and 15 dumbbell thrusters run 400 meters after each one. People were like, that's not an effective way to train. You're going to get hurt doing that. You're not going to develop as an athlete. You're not going to get good at anything. And it was like, that was the enemy. Now mm-hmm. it is, people are like, no one's going to defend it. No one's going to say, hey, constantly varied functional movement at high intensity doesn't work. So I'll be like, look at Matt Frazier. Look at <laughs> any literally. woman who competes in the CrossFit Games. They are next level humans. Yep. Yeah. What they do is incomprehensible. If you were to put them in a time machine back in, in the 90s, People would be like, this person is a robot. Yeah. 100%. Women who are deadlifting 500 pounds, (laughs) back squatting 400 pounds, cleaning cleaning 300 pounds, and (laughs) also able to run you know, a six minute mile. Yeah. It's, it's if I clean 45 pounds, I'm proud of myself. Like, it's a good day. You're like, if I if clean I can my room, that is even more accurate than Honestly, the 45 pounds. Like, I'd rather that than the 45 yeah, pounds. Exactly. But, but back to it, it's like, yes, it's effective. Yes. It's fantastic. But if you're fed it in a way that you don't like, you're not going to like it. Yeah. So what it comes down to is who is the person teaching it? Are they a good trainer? Are they a bad trainer? Well, what does it mean to be a good trainer or a bad trainer? Yeah. Efficacy. Are you getting the results you're looking for? How fast are you getting them? What is the risk that you're taking to do that? Yeah. And to where if you have a shitty experience with CrossFit, it was probably not the actual workout. It was the, it was how that trainer had adhered to the workout Yeah. or or how they actually implement it Mm -hmm. to where like you're saying like, oh, we have to do a modified version. 
And for me, I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, I'll take care of you. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of people who are like, hey, this workout worked really well for this person. I'll do it for everyone like that. And then they want to force being like, oh, no, this is the right way. Yeah. To where it's like there has to be there has to be that that vernacular with coach to athlete to what they're capable of. Are you know, are you staying within your scope of practice? Yes. Or sometimes people are like, hey, I, you know, I had surgery on my knee and they're like, well, you need to squat because squatting is good. And it's like, no, what did your doctor say? Yeah. yeah. What did your PT because, say? Because guess what? That is medical malpractice. If your doctor says to do this and I tell you to do something else. hundred percent. I don't have the degree to do that. Do mm -hmm. I think I know something that could be beneficial? For sure. But that's not my role. It's not my place. And that comes like the fitness industry and CrossFit or any type of workout. You can't weed out assholes. Unfortunately, you literally can't. I wish you could. Well, I've seen CrossFit <laughs> save people. I've seen CrossFit save people's lives. I've also seen people be so turned off from it because of how it's been implemented by a certain instructor. To where it's like it depends on who's doing it. Yeah. So when someone's like, "Hey, should I try CrossFit?" I'm like, "Send me, send me your home address." <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to research around that area and see which CrossFit affiliates are there. And then when I look at that, I'm going to see what the level of care of those coaches are. If someone has gone through, and this is like a pitch for CrossFit, if someone has gone through the CrossFit level three, so that's the actual certification, which means you've done the level one, the level two, which is a coaching, you know, coaches course, that shows that you care because you want to give back to your clients. So I look for those types of things and say, or, or if it's a gym that's been open 10 years, yeah, I'll send someone there. Yeah. Why? Because you can't suck for 10 years. Yeah, no, exactly. You can suck for six months. In yeah. fact, you oh. can suck for a couple of years. Yeah, you totally can. You can't suck for 10 years. No. And if your affiliate is thriving, odds are you're probably helping people out. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, are you, uh, is this workout being programmed? Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. If people are going there and they're happy, then like that works. That means that they have like actual people like they have retention. Yeah. Which means they are giving people the you know efficacy. They're giving yeah. people the desired and intended results that they want. Whether it's, Hey, I want to feel better. I want to look better naked. I want to be able to <laughs> be stronger. I want to improve my relationship with my family, with my daughter, with my son, with my dad, like whatever it is, if it's working, awesome. Hey, keep rocking all the power to you. And if it's not CrossFit, that's doing that. Work. Awesome. Great. Find a spin class. <laughs> Technically, it's cycle because spin is. I know it's branded, uh, trademarked. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I got in trouble Spinning. for that. Oh. Yeah. So when someone says it's a spin class, unless it is actually like affiliated with spin, spinning, yeah, it is a cycle class. Indoor cycling. What is spin? What brand like, is it? A spin. Spin. Mm -hmm. It's called yeah. spin. Mm -hmm. Do you? I've literally never known that. Yeah. What? My work here is done. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All um, right, bye. <laughs> no, we have a game before you go. Right, well, we have a couple. And then you have to give us your opinion on some unpopular opinions. Oh, yeah. Pause. I didn't go five-year plan. Five-year oh, plan for five Big Night plan. Fitness is to expand it. I don't care if I'm running it or someone else is, but I want every single group of people that run nightlife areas to do what we're doing. Do you think you could, like, trademark BNF? And then, like, bring it to those people? I think so. I think anyone can do it. But I think we are going to do it better than anyone because yeah. of the trial and error period, because of the faith that our team has. It's not, like, me doing this. I have a media like, team. I have people who record the, the coolest highlight reels that you could ever imagine. Yeah. I have a marketing team. I have, we have all of these things that people are like, it is an absolute team effort. Yeah. I have people like you who not only teach and work for me, but also help me in the vetting process of, Hey, this person's awesome. Hey, I really like this. And the positivity that you give always makes me understand and, and have faith. 
hey, this, this person's going to be beneficial for us. So that's, that's the team aspect of it. Okay. And what I want to do, and if, and if, and if Tau Group in Vegas is like, we're going to do the same thing and they get more people moving, awesome. If I can help or be of any kind of service in that, even better. I'm Send a, us out to Tau. I'm a terrible business <laughs> person. You're like, just take my help for free. To where, and, I, and I do that a lot. But All the time, that's right? also why I'm here. Yeah. And, and I always had an argument with people because they're like, you need to charge for these. You need, you know, when, um, when Steve like Aoki would come into town yeah. and I would open up the gym at 10 PM because that's when he wanted to train. That's how I met Randy. So if I didn't do that class for free and I would have been like, Hey, you know, it'll be, you know, I charge my normal rate. I'm like, it's, it's $200 an hour. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I charge. And most of the time I say that because I don't actually want to do it. Cause I hate one-on-one training. I hate private training, really? but that's the rate I do. And some people are like, okay, I'll do it. And I'm like, damn, well now it'll be worth it. At this rate. <laughs> yeah. you know, I hate it, but whatever. <laughs> but because I knew it was helpful to Randy and I knew it was helpful to Boston nightlife to where people are like, Oh, I can come here and actually like improve. get a good workout. Yeah. yeah. And that's what led me to the position I'm in now. So cool. And now we can charge for it. And now we can do other stuff like that. But I had a, a, a kind of like a mentee um, at Reebok ask me, he's like, Hey, how do you, how do you become a celebrity trainer? Like one, it's the right place and right time. Mm-hmm. Shout out Mike Finn. Who you know too, right? Like if you know the right people too, like. That's what I'm saying is that yeah. like, like Mike Finn was, he was just a good friend of mine. I yeah. didn't really know what he did for work. And then he became the tour manager for Dylan Francis. I didn't know who Dylan Francis was, mm-hmm. but I would work with Mike. He would come in and train. He's one of the most genuine people. I've, and I think on every podcast, I always talk about him because he's just an incredible person. That's great. But he introduced me to Dylan because I went out there to do a workout with Mike. And Dylan was making fun of Mike when he came out of his tour bus at UMass Amherst. <laughs> and I told Dylan, I was like, do you want to do a workout? And he said, yes. And so I put him through a workout. But imagine if I was like, do you want to do a workout? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, Venmo me $200 for this. He'd be like, what? Like, yeah. I'm like, here, I'm going to show you something that's effective. Mm-hmm. And then he did it. And the next day he told Mike, he's like, hey, whoever that guy was, we need to get him on the road. And I flew, I did a couple of things for free because it would be beneficial to Reebok or to CrossFit. Flew out to Vegas. From Vegas, we went to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, we flew to Santa Barbara. And it was like I was hanging with friends, but I was delivering a product that, you know, I had learned through CrossFit. And, you know, long story, I digress. But, like, that's how you do it. You, you meet good people and you show them effective training. Because at some point in time, you know, when I went on tour with Dylan, I was like, this is what I need now because this is my job, this is my life. And it was like, yeah, whatever the price is that to have you come on the road because he saw the efficacy of the program. Yeah. And sometimes you have to dip your toes in before you're ready to commit. And like, like there's a lot to be said about being like, I believe in this, so I don't mind giving it for free because I know you'll want to pay for it after. Exactly. Yeah. And I, that, was always, that was always my pitch at the Reebok gym. I actually had a guy come in. His name is Oren. He's 60 years old was terrible. I mean, the quality of his life has been, I mean, it's just incredible. And he gives us way too much credit for it, but he goes, sell me on the gym. And I was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, tell me why I should join. I'm like, I mean, I need you to want to. Yeah. I was like, here's, here's how I'll sell you. Come free for a month. He's like, with no money? I'm like, no, come free for a month. And after one month, if you're not willing to pay for it, then we're not doing our jobs. Yeah. And literally to this day, he still does like, online video training with one of our coaches there because they created such a good bond and friendship. Oh my God. He sings our praises to everyone is bringing more people in. So that free month we gave him, 
because our product was so incredible and it wasn't, it's not like I'm the only trainer in here. We had a staff of just absolutely incredible trainers, but I had the confidence too, to where now he's like so many people like, Hey, I want to sign up because I, I saw Orn and he has a smile on his face 24 hours a day and that's what I want. Well, you can't teach someone to want to be there. That Mm -hmm. I say to Maddie, that is my biggest pet peeve to coach or train people who are forced into being there because it's so obvious the people who want to be there and the people who don't want to be there. And so I obviously as a trainer love to train the people who want to be there, who more will give you everything. And, um, yeah. So I feel that. Yeah. All All right. All of us as trainers probably feel that. Well, I can't wait to watch all of these just manifest because we're going to manifest it for you. And you're already halfway there because you're awesome. We're halfway there. Oh, living on a prayer. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she can sing. Is that frustrating to you? Yes, because I can't. And we know it. (laughs) She can't twerk, though, so. Or which one you can't She twerk? can. I can't. I have the music. I can't musicality. sing and I can't dance. <laughs> what do I have going for me, you guys? A lot. You have a lot going for you, Maddie. Nothing. <laughs> I can cook. Yeah. You I can? can? I'm a really good cook. Maddie's like a Michelin chef. Um, I just like I mean, food. that's like singing and dancing is how you get a boy. <laughs> Cooking is how you get a man. Wow. That's so bada true. Bing, bada boom, baby. Or a woman, if that's what you're into. That yeah. Just if that's your thing. thing. But how you get a partner. Yeah. Yes. And how you keep a partner. <laughs> Just saying. Yes. The singing oh. doesn't pay off at <laughs> night when <laughs> Joe's like, shut up. Yeah, Carly's literally like singing. He's like, could you literally shut the fuck up? Thank you <laughs> so much. Game's on. And literally. Yeah. literally. He's literally wa- trying to watch TV. Carly's and I'm like twerking in front of the TV. He's like, get yeah. out of the way. And then I'm the one. I made mini apple pies the other night for Nick. And he was like, why? And I was like, just because I was bored. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. So made many uh, blueberry pies the other night. Too. Okay. Anywho. Anyways. Okay, we're gonna rapid fire a few questions, Let's and go. I just need you to answer them as fast as possible. AFAP. AFAP. Right? As fast as humanly possible. Yes. All right. Ready. Favorite yeah. color. Black. Okay. Favorite food. Pizza. Okay. Favorite drink. Miller Lite. Okay. Favorite exercise. Uh, squat snatch. Okay. Ooh. Favorite podcast. Snatch. Uh, Tosh Crooked Butterfly. What is no. that? That was um, you have to listen. Question. This this guy Brian Chantosh, your podcast, obviously. <laughs> this one. Um, Way to fail a setup. No, you guys would you guys would absolutely love this guy. He like gets on and just speaks his mind. I love whether that. it's whether it's a crooked butterfly. Tosh crooked butterfly. Okay. So Daniel Chantosh, if you look him up, um, he has some military citations that are just like you're like, this is a re- this is a real life superhero the things that he had done in combat and battle, but who he is as a leader, just incredibly inspiring. He doesn't know who I am. I mean, we know he knows of me yeah. through CrossFit and that stuff, but that's awesome. huge inspiration well, for anyone else. So after you listen to eat the damn cake, uh, listen to his. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. For well, they're already listening. Nice recovery. <laughs> Thank God. What's your favorite state? Oh, my favorite state. Montana. And I've like never really been there. Okay, cool. I can get down with that. And then how long have you been in the fitness industry? Since I was injured in the Navy and I used CrossFit to um, gain functionality of my elbows. So that was 2009. Okay. So fast. cared about fitness. My, my, my parents were both bodybuilders. Oh my God. What? They both do so CrossFit So 13 now. years. 13? 
2021. I would say that's what? closer to 11. Coming on 12. <laughs> yeah, it's not 2023. <laughs> 12. So close. Anyways, so for a while, but I had, I had always worked out and I had always wanted to be big. I was just like a scrawny little shit growing up. <laughs> and I say that in, in like the most endearing way because I was a little shit, but <laughs> always tried to work out, always tried to do the bodybuilding stuff. It wasn't super effective for me. And it wasn't until I started doing CrossFit um, that I started seeing the results that I wanted. That's so cool. Well, thanks for the rapid fire answers and hopefully you get to go back to Montana one day. Um, so we did unpopular opinions of our listeners and we did pretty much a poll of just like posting all of their unpopular opinions. So the first is cereal is disgusting is just making you is, and is just purposely making your food soggy. Agree or disagree? Disagree with my soul. You love cereal? I love cereal too. I I would eat a bowl of cereal. I had six this weekend because whenever Ty <laughs> wants a bowl, I want a bowl because, oh, you know. What's her favorite cereal? Oh, gosh, anything. We had the, we went to Trader Joe's. And, oh, you know, have, it was like Joe's O's or whatever yep. it was, but yep. like Cheerios. But just hearing her say Cheerios is just so melts my heart. For those of you who don't know, he has a daughter named Ty and she is might be the cutest the child cutest on the face of the earth. We have a group chat and he just sends pictures of Ty whenever she's there. And we're like, we can't handle the cuteness oh, right now. She's, she's so cute. She's perfect. She's like, Everything. Oh, she's the, adorable. Um, well, 190 people disagree and 42 agree. So it's an unpopular opinion for yes, sure. It stays unpopular. It's actually not an opinion. It's it's, it's just false. It's wrong. It's wrong. False statement. Hurley agrees, right? Of course. Yeah, you, yeah. you love cereal too. Um, I love a good cereal. I, I had frosted mini wheats this morning. Oh, Everyone yum. thinks that's a weird cereal to like, but I love frosted mini wheats. <laughs> Whatever. It's not my number one. <laughs> right in your mouth. <laughs> I also like grape nuts. Another unpopular. Love grape okay, nuts. Okay, thank you. Okay, They're so no. crunchy. Okay. You're like, oh, let me pour a little bowl and it's 9,000. <laughs> You're like eating it like halfway through. Like, it's so filling. <laughs> it just absorbs and it's just, it literally, it's like. Okay, if anyone has eaten grape nuts, you'll understand because you're like, I'll just put like a cup of oh grape nuts in. It's like. No, a, cu- a cup of grape nuts. It's like it takes you three weeks cups. to eat. <laughs> just expands. Any, anyone that eats them knows. There's no evaporating caloric density it's with those. Just, it's just what it is, what you see. <laughs> like when you eat like anything that's like a puff, you eat it and it's like it's that way by design. So when you right. eat it, you're like it's bigger mouthfuls, but you're not getting as much. So you're going to eat more. No. Grape nuts Gra- is like, this is sludge. It's dense. This it is, is going to go li- in your blood. <laughs> like this is going to clog your arteries. <laughs> not from a from an actual caloric breakdown standpoint, no, it, but it's like, it's, it's, it's just, thick. It's it's thick. dense. Mm-hmm. I love them though. Yes. Um, Haley and Justin Bieber won't last forever. Agree or disagree? I don't give a shit. I agree. So I don't think they'll, I don't last, think forever. they'll last forever. I don't care, but like, there's just so much hype around them in the news. There's no way. I don't know. I also like them. have seen so many clips of him talking down to her, or, like mistreating her. And I think one, she's such a bad bitch. I feel like one of these days <laughs> she's going to be like, I'm done with this. Well, 119 agree, 104 disagree. So is I mean, relationships, popular opinion. just whether they're famous or not are a struggle. And I think that yeah. being famous like only makes it more difficult. Right. So, 100%. I don't know how people that are famous and have the tabloids all over them all the time remain in a healthy relationship. I mean, I get it. Like our podcast is so Be Denzel big Washington. and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Be Denzel. Be Denzel Washington. Okay. The correct time for meals are 10 a.m., 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. Incorrect. No. Absolutely. <laughs> agree. No. You I, agree? No, I agree with him. Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I mean, I eat so early. I eat sporadically. Like, am I ninety two? Like, 
I can't eat at 8 p.m. because I go to bed you. at 8.30. So. Yeah, I can't eat that my, It will be sitting in my stomach like a rock. What time do you eat? Usually noon. I've been, I've been doing intermittent fasting for mm-hmm. a very long time. And I'm yeah. actually trying to break the habit. Really? Because I actually lose weight doing it. No matter how much I eat. And it's just your body. I don't want to wither away. Well, I'm not training as frequently as mm-hmm. I was. You know, as a, you're taking as care of other people. <laughs> right. But also when I was at the gym at Reebok, like you'd be, we, we were all workout bullies. Yeah. There were times when I walked into the gym, I hadn't even set my bags down yet. And Austin would have like a barbell set up for the workout. And he's like, let's go. You have, do you have 20 seconds? And I'd be oh like, I'm God. not doing, I'm not. Do, and like my hands are on the barbell. It's like three, like, two, I'm not doing yeah. it. I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. Okay, so I am not a big breakfast person. I've been trying to eat more breakfast, mm-hmm. but I also usually eat like around noon and then like five o'clock or four yeah. thirty. Like it really depends. Whenever I can start making dinner once I'm home for the day, that's when it happens. Yeah. Like I. Most of my calories come from dinner, and yeah. that's usually like six, seven, or eight p.m. when I get home. I love dinner. 161 disagree and 75 for agree. So it's still an unpopular opinion. Socks to bed is the best way to sleep. Agree or disagree? I know who wrote this. Two people wrote no, it. Yeah, I know. That was, someone was saying that because they wanted to cause a war. Drama. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted drama. They are a serial killer. Here's, we blocked them, don't worry. Here's Actually, the only <laughs> thing, the only way that's an acceptable thing. Is if you go to bed, you have socks on if it's cold out. Freezing. Like winter. You wear your socks in bed. And you wait until it's so absolutely uncomfortable. And then you take the socks off and you just scissor kick your legs around (laughs) in bed. It feels so good. That's That's true. That's the only acceptable way to wear them. I did for a little while when I lived in my college house, which we barely had heat, like freezing cold. I would occasionally wear socks to bed, but I would have to take them off. I wouldn't wake up with them on. Yeah. So 187 disagree, obviously. 44 agree, though. And we got a bunch of, like, DMs being like, who is this? I need to know. Like, (laughs) why? Egg their house. Like, like, literally. Do you remember when that was a thing? Egging houses. Do you remember? Do you remember the night before Halloween when it used to be, like, cabbage night or whatever? Like, mischief night? Yeah. Like, people don't do that anymore. No, that was me. We, until. That was you? Like, you were the mischief. As like seniors in high school, we would dress up and destroy pumpkins, smash every like. <gasps> no. What's yeah. Wrong? No. Oh. Come oh, on. that's not even. I guess you were a con little con. <laughs> I can't even like like legitimately like incriminating things. I was not. I would do anything Ever to make my politics. friends happy. <laughs> yeah. And it would just be like I would just do the wildest stuff, and I didn't think about consequences. I didn't think about other people like. Wow. I'm like, I'm working Impulse. against gravity right now, <laughs> trying to give back to people because I have been You're a changed man, a little shit <laughs> for a long time. And I'm sorry for the people that I smashed their pumpkins. No, the people who <laughs> know me then don't listen to anything I have to say. So they're not listening to this. Oh, podcast. well, we'll get people like, Oh, you're so kind. And I was like, I've, I've done bad things. You're like, I paid yeah. my dues of being yeah. <laughs> not nice. That's okay. Moving right we along. We love who you've become. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'm still working on it. I got a long way to go. Hey, you're doing a good job. When people say LOL in their text messages, they're giving passive aggressive attitude. Yes mm-hmm. and no. Yeah, I feel like that's it's, it's like a 50 specific 50. reference. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's times when I've. I wonder if she was referring to if Kyle. I'm If I'm actually, <laughs> if I actually laugh out loud, I will say, 
that made me actually laugh out loud. Same. If I say LOL, I most decidedly did not laugh out loud. <laughs> it's like a I practice probably, smile. I probably said. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I usually say like LOL if it's like something like, I never use it in a passive aggressive manner. It's more like if I'm laughing at myself. Like, I know that, that there are, like, I think the younger generation tends to use it more now. They're like, well, it was just so weird that you did this, LOL. You know what I mean? Like, but now I don't actually yeah. say LOL unless, like, yeah, I'm referring to laughing. I What's say LMFA a lot. I and I'm never laughing my fucking ass off. <laughs> it's still there. No, I know. It's, it's here. And I also, if, it is I, round. if I say LMFA, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> That's literally what I do. I think because inflection cannot be delivered in text messages, Agreed. it also oh, yeah. helps lighten the mood. Maddie and I get into arguments about this a lot because I'm like, well, you were rude during text. She's like, no, I wasn't. I literally she- just texted the words that I would say. And Carly's like, why are you being a bitch? I'm like, I literally answered your question. It's like the ha ha. Yeah, yeah. literally. Ha. You have to do ha ha ha. ha. Like, yeah. There has to be at least six and it can't just be H A. Like there's gotta be like like you have to hit another like a letter in there. Extra, like, like a J because you were you were you were <laughs> You're so hard. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know someone's laughing. Ah, and then you have like, you have that one standard autocorrect yeah. where you start typing it and it's like, your phone's like, oh, yes. I know this one. Yeah. Ha 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 Let's see if I have it. Mine's always a ah ha 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 ha. Like I start with an A. You know what? You what's psycho? A, what's a, uh, <laughs> bugaboo for me is when people type in ba ha ha ha. Oh like, yeah. No, I don't no, like the B. You've never once <laughs> it really depends i do a lot of lmfaos though and i feel now very insincere do you remember that band what lmfao yeah. oh yeah oh, hell yeah red flu i'm sexy red flu, and i know it where did they go i don't know i don't know they it was like hey what should we do today and like let's just make the most hype song we can possibly They're like cool should we do that tomorrow too like yeah let's just do that with every song and then cut the people off and, just and then never just did it again. They, yeah. broke, they broke up. They split. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh. Sky blue. R.I.P. Red foo. Well, that's really sad. Yeah. But well. um, 155 people obviously they 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 disagree. So yeah. it's still an unpopular still opinion. an unpopular opinion. But I do think most of the context in which I see LOL, it's passive aggressive. Really? Nick doesn't use it. What's okay? Here's a question for you. What's more polite, phone down or phone up? So. When we're on a podcast, phone down. But when, like, I, I have nothing to hide from literally anyone, so I don't care if my phone's up. Like, look I, at my perfect ass dog do it, as my background. I do phone down for my own ADD. Because, mm. like, if I see it light up, I can't. Like, I'm like What do you think? Um, I do like phone up because it's a helpful reminder to me. Um, because if there's something that I don't want someone to see, I probably shouldn't be doing it or saying it. Yeah. Yes. Coming from someone who's been there. <laughs> okay. Um, so having phone up, I think is polite. Also, this is what you do. You're like, oh, I don't want to be distracted, but then you'll go. Yep. But then I just put my phone like, up because you said you liked it up. <laughs> yeah. And then from this, you just like look over and you can see it Yeah. as it comes through. But no, I think it's. I think it's most polite when I'm people. I'm distracted by your phone, especially I have a when lot you're like happening. when you're like talking with someone, and then it's like, 
and they set it down. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I, no, I totally get that. I think with me for dinner, I don't want, like, I don't like any phone. I want a phone at the table. Don't put it on the table. Yeah. Like, if someone's sitting like this with me at a one-on-one -on -one dinner, I'm like, should I just, should I just skedaddle? Should I just head out? <laughs> Is it my time to go? Yeah. I said that to Nick the other night. <laughs> we were sitting at dinner and he pulled his phone out and I was like, who could you possibly be texting in this moment? Like, you are with, I'm like, you're you're with your, your soul partner. <laughs> the one person you think about 24. Like, you are with your twin flame right now. <laughs> Put the <laughs> phone away. <laughs> All right. Sorry well, to throw him under the bus. Actually, he won't listen. For those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. I know. This is airing. Next week. Next week. Thanksgiving. Tuesday. I love that. Well, that's, that's actually airing then the day the Booty by Bray Bands event is going on, which I'm mentioning because we are giving uh, proceeds to Greater, Fos Greater Boston Food Bank. Oh, my God. That amazing. Was, that was Liz and Kelly's idea. They love giving back. They are um, the biggest giver backers. They were like, hey, can we can we do this? And it was like 100%. And That's amazing. I love that. You no, know, Big Night's doing a lot of stuff with uh, with like the F Cancer to where yeah, like ticket yeah. sales at all these different venues. That's one thing. Um, I have I have been the happiest in my life in business and relationships when you give back. Totally. Yes. And when you do it, that's what you talk about, like manifesting or whatever. I don't really know much about it. It's like work hard and give back, and I promise you things will go well. Yeah, absolutely. There was one time when I was. Um, I was doing the, the Boston Frogman swim. It's a 5K swim, raising money for it. Wow, that's amazing. And it was like, you know what? Why did you say that like, like you couldn't swim 5K? I don't think I would want to. In the Boston Harbor, it's not enjoyable. Oh, yeah. And there's that dirty water. Did you uh, touch a body as you were swimming by? Ew, Carly. <laughs> Probably at some point in time. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <clears throat> but Morbid. He, here's just an example. And, and maybe this is weird. Maybe this is manifesting. But on Memorial Day, a lot of people, a lot of companies are like a Memorial Day sale. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, just because you're selling this doesn't like give it to anything. No. And I wanted to be someone who I don't want to talk about it. I want to be about it. Yeah. So I made a post and I was like, hey, for everyone who donates from now until Memorial Day, I'll match it. I'm not rich, but I was like, I'll do that. And here's what I'll do for Memorial Day. And it was from Chris Irwin who was head of partnerships at Navy SEAL Foundation, incredible person, mentor of mine. I lived with their family. I was the fourth son they never wanted. I love that. Um, <laughs> one of the best, just like him and Jen are just incredible people. And that's like a big thing. He's like, don't talk about it, be about it. Mm -hmm. Love it. And so when like $5,000 were donated, I was like, shit. shit. <laughs> and I'm like, you said you were going to do it. So do it. And you'll figure out a way to, to do, to do you know. it. And so I did it. And it was after the Frogman swim is when I had the meeting with Randy, who we were going to talk about what they wanted to do from like a fitness side of things. Cause they knew that I was um, a quote unquote expert in that area. I don't see myself as that, but he did. And 30 minutes turned into like four and a half hours in a walkthrough of a venue and him being like, Hey, I'd, I'd love for you to run this. Cause I was unhappy with the job I was doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's coincidence, maybe not. But I remember thinking like, do this every time you give back, Good things happen. Good things. Absolutely. Generosity and pays off. Yeah. Do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. Follow and through. Give back because the most miserable I've been in my life is when I did not what I said I was going to do and was trying to be more selfish. So, absolutely. Be selfless, not selfish. Bada bing, bada boom. Connor, thank you so I much know. for coming on today. It was such an honor to have you on. And everyone, go follow, follow, follow. 
Faller. Follow Connor. <laughs> follow Big Night Fitness. Don't follow me. You'll follow just see. Big Night Fitness. Yes. Unless you want to see my daughter. Then follow yeah. me. Follow, follow Connor, Connor Murphy for, for Thai content. And other than that, follow Eat the Damn Cake. Rate us hey, five review. stars. Review. Love us. Happy live Thanksgiving. Us, laugh if you celebrate us. and enjoy being thankful for those that you love. That's Goodbye. all. <laughs>